The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's another week to make holy. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Monday, September 6, 2021. Monday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle 1. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is Saint Eleutherius. Born and lived in the 6th century, he was chosen abbot of St. Mark's near Spoleto and favored by God with the gift of miracles. There was a child who was possessed by the devil. He was delivered by being educated in Eleutherius' monastery, and the abbot said one day, Since the child is among the servants of God, the devil dares not approach him. Well, that seemed to have an air of vanity, so the devil again entered the tormented child. The abbot confessed his fault, fasted, and prayed with the community till the child was again freed. St. Gregory the Great was not able to fast on Easter Eve. Eleutherius prayed for his health, and Pope St. Gregory the Great recovered his health sufficiently to fast. Eleutherius, it is also said, raised a dead man to life. He resigned his abbacy and died in St. Andrew's Monastery in Rome about the year 585. St. Eleutherius, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that we all will make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In today's Gospel, Lord, we see you on a Sabbath day as you enter the synagogue and you teach the people. And we can see one of those large, broad buildings um, with the people gathered on the Lord's Day and you're standing up in front of them, teaching. And we can picture the crowd there. In fact, in our prayer, perhaps it's good that we place ourselves among the crowd as a participant through prayer, through faith, through use of the imagination. And among the people there, probably, most likely, there were people with different attitudes, with different dispositions. Some genuinely prayerful people, seeking God, pious people. Others, as the Gospel shows us, trying to catch you out. People who are 
from among the scribes and the Pharisees seeking to take you down. And then others, as in every church today, so also in the synagogue, the poor, the sick, the marginalized, those who are a bit left out or neglected, or who have a particular cross to carry, they're there as well, and they belong with full title to God's house, and there they seek relief and support and love. And you, Lord Jesus, you are the great teacher. You are the teacher with the capital T, really. You are the teacher with the most sublime and perfect teaching. You are the word with a capital W. You are the word made flesh. So what you have to say is everything we need to hear. The word was made flesh. God himself is word, saving word. So in a sense, when we look at Jesus in the synagogue, when we see you, Lord, there on the Sabbath day, we realize that you're the best teacher because you are teaching us, as St. Peter says, words of eternal life. But like every good teacher, like every authentic teacher, you teach us above all by your actions. And here there's a little drama in the synagogue in the sense that there's a man there whose right hand was withered. And St. Luke tells us in his gospel that the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath so that they might find an accusation against him. They're out to get you, Lord. But he, Jesus, knew their thoughts, and he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And he looked around on them all. We can imagine that gaze of Jesus looking around on us all, a searching, loving, challenging gaze. He looked around on them all, and he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. Lord, how good you are, and how your gentleness, your kindness, your tender love contrasts with the hardness of heart of some people in the synagogue. It's not just a hardness of heart, it's a pettiness of heart. It's a sad contraction of human, I suppose, potential. That this is how they look upon what's happening, through a very narrow lens. I suppose we're all prone at times to that pettiness, that we find it hard sometimes to see the big picture. And by contrast with that, we have the great teaching of the greatest teacher, which is that it's always a good time to love. It's always a good opportunity to help others. And let us never miss an opportunity to do good to others. Today, Lord Jesus, I ask you, even though I'm very conscious of my own failures and my sinfulness, may nobody who crosses my path today, or even in my whole life, go away empty-handed. This might seem impossible, you know, how can I do good to everyone I cross on the busy street today or everyone I see on the television today or everyone, I don't know, who's in the same lecture hall in the university or in the factory or in the farm where I work. How can I do good to all of those people? Well, we can in the sense that it is you, Lord, who see them and love them through me. So Jesus, help me to see others with your eyes. 
Help me to understand them with your understanding mind and help me to love each one of them with your heart. St. Teresa of Avila explains this very well in, in that prayer which is attributed to her or that saying, you know, how Jesus continues to work and help people through us. She says, Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on the world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. There's so many ways in which you and I can, can love people today and always. First of all, by praying. Right now, let's pray for every single person in the world. And that, that's a beautiful thing about Christian prayer. It has the potential, the power to reach every soul. And we pray especially perhaps for those who are most needy at this time, spiritually or physically. Of course, we love people with our smile, with our patience, with our forgiveness. That sometimes can be very hard. I remember a young lad, a young lad in, in, in the school where I work, and he was very angry with another young fellow. And he said, well, every time I see him, I felt like hitting him. I felt like hitting him. He was so angry and he got on so badly with him. And then somebody gave him the, a bit of advice. I don't know who some, one of his elders, maybe his grandmother or his mother, gave him a bit of advice and said, look, every time you see that other lad, instead of hitting him with your fist, try and hit him with a Hail Mary. Try and hit him with something good. Try and turn it around to the good. Try and deal him a blow of love instead of, of hatred. Um, whatever way they put it to the young lad, he grasped it and he said, well, you know, I had, I did try doing that. You know, every time I saw him and I felt angry and I felt like hitting him, I actually hit him with a Hail Mary. And he added, we're actually very good friends. We became very good friends. Not surprising. We love the people we pray for and we pray for the people we love. Those things always go together. St. Josemaria at times liked to evoke that um, old legend about King Midas, who was avaricious, of course, and selfish, and he wanted to increase his wealth as much as he possibly could without any limit. And he made the wish, which was granted him, that everything he touched would turn to gold. And that was all fine until one day he touched his little daughter, whom he loved very much. And she turned to gold, according to his wish. Stone, cold, gold, lifeless. And that was how he learned his lesson. Everything he touched turned to gold. Now, St. Josemaria used to turn that around in a positive sense and say, well, let every single person we meet or come across this day, let, let us touch them, let us leave the mark of God's love on them. Let us leave the mark of God's grace on them through prayer, through friendship, through patience, through a little act of service or helping people out, whatever it is. We have that capacity through the grace of God, through the work of the Holy Spirit, to, uh, to make every little thing great out of love. Again, to paraphrase St. Josemaria, that's how we turn the ordinary prose of every day into heroic verse. We ask Mary, our mother, to help us to love. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. 
I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday of the 23rd week in Ordinary Time, September 6, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Time to join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant, the Lord, the valiant in war. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. O gates, lift high your heads, grow higher ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. 
Amen. Let us approach the Lord with praise and thanksgiving. God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. The God of gods, the Lord, has spoken and summoned the earth from the rising of the sun to its setting. Out of Zion's perfect beauty, He shines. Our God comes he keeps silence no longer. Before him fire devours, around him tempest rages. He calls on the heavens and the earth to witness his judgment of his people. Summon before me my people, who made covenant with me by sacrifice. The heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself is the judge. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Our God will be made manifest. He will not come in silence. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. 
Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. Listen, my people, I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you, for I am God, your God. I accuse you, lay the charge before you. I find no fault with your sacrifices. Your offerings are always before me. I do not ask more bullocks from your farms, nor goats from among your herds. For I own all the beasts of the forest, beasts in their thousands on my hills. I know all the birds in the sky. All that moves in the field belongs to me. Were I hungry, I would not tell you, for I own the world and all it holds. Do you think I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Pay your sacrifice of thanksgiving to God and render Him your votive offerings. Call on me in the day of distress. I will free you and you shall honor me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Offer to God the sacrifice of praise. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. But God says to the wicked, But how can you recite my commandments and take my covenant on your lips, you who despise my law and throw my words to the winds? You who see a thief and go with him, who throw in your lot with adulterers, who unbridle your mouth for evil and whose tongue is plotting crime, you who sit and malign your brother and slander your own mother's son, you do this, and should I keep silence? Do you think that I am like you? Mark this, you who never think of God, lest I seize you and you cannot escape. A sacrifice of thanksgiving honors me, and I will show God's salvation to the upright. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, accept us as a sacrifice of praise, so that we may go through life unburdened by sin walking in the way of salvation and always giving thanks to you. I want a loving heart more than sacrifice, knowledge of my ways more than holocausts. Listen, my people, and I will speak. I am the Lord, your God. From the book of the prophet Jeremiah, all the army leaders, Johanan, son of Kareah, Azariah, son of Hashaiah, and all the people, high and low, approached the prophet Jeremiah and said, Grant our petition, pray for us to the Lord your God, for all this remnant, 
We are now few, but once were many, as you will as you well see. Let the Lord your God show us what way we should take and what we should do. Very well, the prophet Jeremiah answered them. I will pray to the Lord your God as you desire. Whatever the Lord answers you, I will tell you. I will withhold nothing from you. And they said to Jeremiah, May the Lord be our witness. We will truly and faithfully follow all the instructions of the Lord your God will send us. Whether it is pleasant or difficult, we will obey the command of the Lord our God, to whom we are sending you, so it will go well for us for obeying the command of the Lord our God. Ten days passed before the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. Then he called Johanan, his army leaders, and all the people high and low, and said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, to whom you sent me to offer your prayer. If you remain quietly in this land, I will build you up and tear and not tear you down. I will plant you, not uproot you. For I regret the evil I have done you. Do not fear the king of Babylon, before whom you are now afraid. Do not fear him, says the Lord, for I am with you to save you, to rescue you from his power. I will grant you mercy, so that he will be sorry for you and let you return to your land. But if you disobey the voice of the Lord your God and decide not to remain in this land, saying, No, we will go to Egypt where we will see no more war and hear the trumpet alarm no longer, nor hunger for bread. There we will live. Then listen to the word of the Lord, remnant of Judah. Thus says the Lord, the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, If you are determined to go to Egypt, when you arrive there to stay, the sword you fear shall reach you in the land of Egypt. The hunger you dread shall cling to you no less in Egypt, and there you shall die. Johanan and the rest of the leaders and the people did not obey the Lord's command to stay in the land of Judah. Instead, Johanan and all the army leaders took along the whole remnant of Judah that had been dispersed among the nations and had returned thence to dwell again in the land of Judah. Men and women and children, the princes and everyone whom Nebuzaradan, captain of the bodyguard, had entrusted to Jedaliah, son of Ahikam, son of Shephan, also Jeremiah the prophet, and Baruch, son of Neriah. Against the Lord's command, they went to Egypt and arrived at Tophanus. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Pray to the Lord your God for us and for all this remnant. Few, Few of us now remain, though once we were many. We have become orphans and are fatherless. Our mothers are are like widows. 
few of us now remain, though once we were many. A reading from a Sermon on the Beatitudes by St. Leo the Great, Pope. The blessedness of seeing God is justly promised to the pure of heart. For the eye that is unclean would not be able to see the brightness of the true light. And what would be happiness to clear minds would be torment to those that are defiled. Therefore, let the mists of worldly vanities be dispelled, and the inner eye be cleansed of all the filth of wickedness, so that the soul's gaze may feast serenely upon the great vision of God. It is to be the attainment of this goal that the next words refer. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. This blessedness, dearly beloved, does not derive from any casual agreement or from any and every kind of harmony, but it pertains to what the Apostle says, Be at peace before the Lord, and to the words of the prophet, Those who love your law shall enjoy abundant peace. For them it is no stumbling block. Even the most intimate bonds of friendship and the closest affinity of minds cannot truly lay claim to this peace if they are not in agreement with the will of God. Alliances based on evil desires, covenants of crime, and pacts of vice all lie outside the scope of this peace. Love of the world cannot be reconciled with love of God, and the man who does not separate himself from the children of this generation cannot join the company of the sons of God. But those who keep God ever in their hearts and are anxious to preserve the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace never dissent from the eternal law as they speak the prayer of faith. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. These, then, are the peacemakers. They are bound together in holy harmony and are rightly given the heavenly title of sons of God, co-heirs with Christ. And this is the reward they will receive for their love of God and neighbor. When their struggle with all temptation is finally over, there will be no further adversities to suffer or scandal to fear. But they will rest in the peace of God undisturbed, through our Lord who lives and reigns with the Father and the Holy Spirit forever and ever. Amen. Let us live in the presence of the Lord our God with a sincere heart, that that we may may walk in His ways and keep His commandments. God perfected His love in us, that that we we may may walk in His ways and keep His commandments. God our Father, You redeem us and make us Your children in Christ. Look upon us. Give us true freedom and bring us to the inheritance you promised. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel in conversation with God in morning prayer, all straight ahead on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, September 6th, 2021 in the United States. It's Labor Day, so if you have the day off, keep it holy. 
I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, a man with a withered hand does what was otherwise impossible for him, and the Lord heals him. It's from the sixth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. On another Sabbath, when he entered the synagogue and taught, a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath, so that they might find an accusation against him. But Jesus knew their thoughts, and he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come and stand here. And the man rose and stood there. I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And he looked around on them all. Stretch out your hand. The man did so, and his hand was restored. The scribes and Pharisees were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the Relevant Radio app. Does it sometimes seem like God is asking us to do the impossible? That man with the withered hand might have thought so, but he did as he was asked. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Jesus entered the synagogue one Sabbath day. There was a man with a withered hand. St. Luke gives the detail that it was his right hand. The scribes and Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath. The Pharisaical interpretation of the law allowed healing on the Sabbath day only where there was danger of death. Such was not the case with this man who had come to the synagogue with his hope placed in Jesus. Jesus was well aware of the thought processes and intrigues of those who were guided more by the letter of the law than by the spirit of the law. He said to the sick man, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus, looking up, fixed his gaze on them and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. In spite of previous experiences, the man made an effort to do as the Lord told him, and his hand was restored. Above all, the man was cured by the divine power of Christ's words, but it is also true that he was cured through his docility in exerting himself to carry out precisely what was asked of him. It is this way with miracles of grace. When confronted with deficiencies which seem insurmountable or by apostolic goals which seem too lofty or difficult, the Lord asks of us a special kind of effort. On the one hand, this attitude consists in confidence in Him shown by having recourse to the supernatural means available. On the other, it consists in doing what we can, listening to what He tells us in the intimacy of our prayer or through spiritual direction. Some fathers of the Church have seen in these words of the Lord, stretch out your hand, the need to exercise the virtues. St. Ambrose comments, stretch out your hand, often by doing favors for your neighbor, by protecting from harm one who suffers under the weight of calumny. Stretch out your hand to the poor man who begs from you. 
Stretch out your hand to the Lord, asking pardon for your sins. This is how you stretch out your hand, and this is how you will be cured. We do this by performing small acts of the virtue we are seeking to acquire, taking small steps toward the goal we wish to reach. If we concentrate on what we are doing, God does wonders through our seemingly small efforts. If the man with the withered hand had placed his reliance on his own previous experience rather than on the word of the Lord, he might not have done the little our Lord asked of him, and perhaps would have spent the rest of his life with his disability uncured. Virtues are formed day by day. Sanctity is forged by being faithful in details, in everyday things, in actions which might seem irrelevant if not vivified by grace. We need to smooth off the rough edges a little more each day, just as if we were working in stone or wood, and get rid of the defects in our own lives with a spirit of penance, with small mortifications. Jesus Christ will later make up for whatever is still lacking. It is really He who makes sanctity a reality. It is He who moves souls. However, He wishes to take into account our collaboration which we give by obeying in that which has been pointed out to us, even though it might seem insignificant, as would be the case in stretching out one's hand. All of this leads to a cheerful, ascetical struggle in which we will never tire. Our power resides in what is small. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 minutes before the hour. Let's pray now. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord God of hosts. My soul is longing and yearning, is yearning for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my soul ring out their joy to God, the living God. The sparrow herself finds a home, and the swallow a nest for her brood. She lays her young by your altars, Lord of hosts, my King and my God. They are happy who dwell in your house, forever singing your praise. 
They are happy, whose strength is in you, in whose hearts are the roads to Zion. As they go through the bitter valley, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rain covers it with blessings. They walk with ever-growing strength. They will see the God of gods in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Turn your eyes, O God, our shield. Look on the face of your anointed. One day within your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. The threshold of the house of God I prefer to the dwellings of the wicked. For the Lord God is a rampart, a shield. He will give us his favor and glory. The Lord will not refuse any good to those who walk without blame. Lord God of hosts, happy the man who trusts in you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Bless your people, Lord. You have given us the law that we may walk from strength to strength and raise our minds to you from this valley of tears. May we receive the gifts you have gained for us. Blessed are they who dwell in your house, O Lord. Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. Come, Come, let us climb the mountain of the Lord. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. All nations shall stream toward it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and impose terms on many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. One nation shall not rise the sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, Come, let let us us climb the mountain mountain of the Lord. Sing to the Lord, and bless his name. Sing Sing to the the Lord, Lord and bless bless his name. name. O sing a new song to the Lord. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. O sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim his help day by day. Tell among the nations his glory and his wonders among all the peoples. The Lord is great and worthy of praise, to be feared above all gods. The gods of the heathens are not. 
It was the Lord who made the heavens. His are majesty and state and power and splendor in his holy place. Give the Lord, you families of people. Give the Lord glory and power. Give the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering and enter his courts. Worship the Lord in his temple. O earth, tremble before him. Proclaim to the nations, God is king. The world he made firm in its place. He will judge the peoples in fairness. Let the heavens rejoice and the earth be glad. Let the sea and all within it thunder praise. Let the land and all it bears rejoice. All the trees of the wood shout for joy at the presence of the Lord. For he comes, he comes to rule the earth. With justice he will rule the world. He will judge the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, As it, it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you have renewed the face of the earth. Your church throughout the world sings you a new song announcing your wonders to all. Through a virgin, you have brought forth a new birth in our world. Through your miracles, a new power. Through your suffering, a new patience. In your resurrection, a new hope. And in your ascension, new majesty. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. A reading from the book of James. Always speak and act as men destined for judgment under the law of freedom. Merciless is the judgment on the man who has not shown mercy. But mercy triumphs over judgment. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. His marvelous works are beyond compare. Blessed from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Blessed be the Lord our God, blessed from age to age. Blessed be the Lord our God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation 
by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Blessed be the Lord our God. Man was created to glorify God through his deeds. Let us earnestly pray. May we give glory to your name, Lord. May we give glory to your name, Lord. We bless you, Creator of all things. For you have given us the goods of the earth and brought us to this day. May we give glory to your name, Lord. Look with favor on us as we begin our daily work. Let us be fellow workers with you. May May we we give glory to your name, Lord. Make our work today benefit our brothers and sisters. That with them and for them we may build an earthly city pleasing to you. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Grant joy and peace to us. And to all we meet this day. May May we we give give glory glory to your name, Lord. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, King of heaven and earth, direct our minds and bodies throughout this day and make us holy. Keep us faithful to your law in thought, word, and deed. Be our helper now and always. Free us from sin and bring us to salvation in that kingdom where you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, if you have the day off, I hope you get some holy rest today. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. See you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.